Welcome to the Always Better Than Yesterday podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Hartley. This podcast exists to inspire and encourage your heart-centered leadership. Each week, I share interviews with some of the greatest heart-centered leaders in the world. And I hope that our time spent together helps you leave a heart print where those around you are left better than yesterday. Please visit abty.co.uk if you would like us in your corner. These interview sessions are brought to you by Matt Media Online Marketing, an independent agency who specialize in content marketing, helping business owners get their message seen by the right audience. If you want to get your business seen through the power of social media, head to mattmedia.online. On episode 214, I am joined by one of my favorite content creators, Yanis Azolins. I am a huge admirer of Yanis's work, and I believe that he is a real master of the craft, the craft of communicating ideas through simple visuals. I am always sharing Yanis's work within the Always Better Than Yesterday community and on Instagram, because I think he is incredible at communicating ideas simply. Head to Yanis's website, which you can find in the show notes to learn more about his creative content and learn more about his course, Explain Ideas Visually, if you'd like his help bringing your creative ideas to life. Here we go, episode 214 with Yanis Azolins. Yanis, welcome to the Always Best in Yesterday podcast. How are you, brother? I am good. Hello, 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 Ryan. First thing I just want to say is I have a huge appreciation for your work. I think there's something incredible when people can take an idea, a feeling, a concept, and just make it so incredibly beautiful and simple and easy to understand. So huge honor for your work, my friend. Thank you very much. It's it's always very motivating to to <laughs> to hear these words and, and kind of keep going. Though I really love to do it. It's it's just fun. It's it's complete play for me. <laughs> Complete play. Yeah, I think that's important, isn't it? You know, I've got a friend down the road, he talks about find your playground. And um, I think so much of that has been lost in the creative space. Yeah, I think, you know, I, I find it quite interesting as well, you know, because I'm doing this for like two years. And when I started, it was just just create the content, you know, try to build some audience. There is like zero business thinking or whatever. But now I feel, you know, when it becomes a bit more like a business and there are more these businessy duties, you know, answer to emails, do this, do that, like arrange some sponsorship slots and whatnot. Mm -hmm. It starts to feel a bit interesting, you know, you kind of lose a bit the playfulness there. So I'm yeah, I'm, I'm currently yeah. kind of trying to find, find the balance and really carve out the space for for the creative work to feel like play again and not feel too overwhelmed with all like the businessy boring type of type type of things it's mm. good 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 problems to have but still it's just an interesting observation i made recently yeah i, I remember being in corporate my background's in policing and you know we were in an organizational development department and the idea of being creative and innovative was to get out the flip charts to get out the post-its and but it was force it was almost like right we've got one hour to be innovative rather than embodying this sense and this spirit of uh creativity play and and i guess one of the images that kind of speaks to that on your grid is this idea of thinking with the light bulb and then when you're in the shower like the light bulb's on there's something about we do our best work when we're not actually trying to force it it is it is you know i, I think there's some research has been done and i and i guess it's that just your subconscious is able to kind of kick in and speak to you you know mm -hmm. because you're not like forcing yourself to think certain things and then you just when you ponder wonder some good things uh definitely have <laughs> some good ideas have come to me as well and i think most of us can relate to this yeah. this sort of thing yeah i love the twitter thread that you put out that talked about you know when you're working 2017 you come across um tim ferris's book and and there's this um there's this competence and knowledge kind of chart, isn't there? And it, you you kind of point out that you were at, at phase two of this chart, which ultimately is getting to that point, you know, this paradoxical moment where you start to realize, you start to know all the things that you don't know. Yeah, that was a, that was a big moment for me. That was a big moment. Uh, 
for sure I, I, I still kind of can remember i was i was back in my apartment in latvia and i was just walking in the bedroom first time listening ever first time listening to an audiobook and i was like <laughs> two hours in and i had this I, I think i said it to myself like like internally like holy shit you know still been <laughs> such an idiot you know there's just it, because i was blown away with what i was hearing you know i was just mm -hmm. doing my school and kind of being in this uh early 20 mid 20 arrogant type of vibe where you feel like oh, i got things you know i, I know i know how things work i, I understand yeah. the world and stuff and and then it was just like kind of a hit with a hammer <laughs> uh made me realize there is so much to learn and, and it's just super awesome and it's been fun since hey friends just wanted to take a moment to ask if you are a good man seeking growth and good men to grow with or maybe your partner's a good man and he's seeking good men to grow with. We are launching Akira, our council of good men who are seeking to walk the path of wisdom with other good men. Akira launches in March. Now is the opportunity to become a founding member of Akira. It will be a low-cost, high-value place for men where they'll benefit from support, challenge, accountability, ideas and solutions, There'll be opportunity for connection and collaboration where you'll receive new insights and perspectives. You'll gain learning and growth. It will improve your mental, spiritual and physical well-being and it will help you be a better leader in the home, in business and in life. It's Akira, a council of good men seeking to walk the path of wisdom with other good men. We hope to see you on the inside. See the show notes for the links, abty.co.uk forward slash Akira. And here we go. Back to the interview. I love that um, even within that, you said you took some time to get some clarity on the future that you wanted to live. And yet here you are having just completed a almost a two day moving your family from Latvia to Spain and almost being on the road and being able to travel with your work and I'd just love to know a little bit about the journey that's kind of got you to this place where that's even become possible. Yeah, you know, kind of moving somewhere else and trying to live somewhere else has been always like kind of itch for 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 us. It, it wasn't like a super strong itch and, you know, and there was always like work and stuff. So it, was, it wasn't just really possible. But currently, like with the business I currently have, first of all, it's possible, you know, first time we, we are kind of, okay, like it's still possible you know if you have nine to five you just it, it's just way way harder you know you probably need to know the language or find like work there and then move itself it's a lot lot harder but with this whatever super remote job it's uh it was just first of all possible and yeah like the second thing was was we really wanted more summer out of the year because in mm. latvia you get it like mm. maybe two two really really nice uh sunny summery months but but here in spain it's like uh, i don't know seven months <laughs> like that or something yeah. so so that was kind of one of the main goals why we why we moved and, and kind of our kids are like two and five years old so they are kind of preschool and you know mm -hmm. if they will start go to school here it will be kind of i believe it will be easier for them to pick up the language and and whatnot so so yeah a very exciting move just kind of settled in just built this table <laughs> where i'm having this call <laughs> with you so it's been a fun journey very fulfilling uh, i must say like last two months have been very slow with the business type of things i, I was yeah. just like reusing a lot of my my old stuff just kind of to, to keep building the audience and just still be still be visible online uh but now when i'm settled in uh slowly i, I will i will kind of get back on track and, and and start to things uh start to take things more seriously but that was again a big part of this move you know the ability to kind of slow down with the business and not go completely crazy you know okay mm. it's fine you know i take a couple of months more easy and then we will kind of pick up the steam again so yeah yeah i love that you you and i seem to hit the audiobooks in the same year 2017 was the year i got into audiobooks and i see you've quoted good people like brendan bashard and what um what were the types of books that really helped grow that creativity mindset that you you've you've crafted yeah I've, I've listened to like a lot of a lot of books and it's very hard to pinpoint you know of course like tim ferris's four hour work week as it was the first one you know it was just completely mind-blowing it just mm -hmm. opened my eyes to what's really what's really possible and that there are completely different ways how people live and and, and do whatnot but still like very actionable thing i took from that book which i'm still kind of applying today well 
kind of applying was like I stopped reading news. <laughs> that was like because previously I was just opening my regular like whatever CNN in Latvia or you know or whatever mm-hmm. it is and I'm just like kind of reading it and stuff and it was such a waste of time and I have not <laughs> like picked up that never like the only like news type of stuff the stuff I get you know from Twitter when I don't know Elon mm-hmm. screams or something <laughs> happens then you yeah, just kind of yeah. notice things. Uh, yeah, but some other books, I don't know. In general, I would say I think it was mostly hearing the stories, you know, finding myself in some other person's mm. shoes. Like, hey, I can see some familiarities. It's it's not mm. like he's like some some super genius or something something. And that kind of relatability and humbleness, and then yeah. seeing how those people kind of grew and where they got and how they got there. That was, I think, the most helpful thing in general, kind of to keep going, to keep experimenting. There wasn't any hacks or anything. It was just mostly about kind of the desire got stronger and kind of the motivation was still there. So I just kept pushing, kept trying different things and failed a lot and did a lot of yeah. weird things. But but yeah, now with the visuals, it's kind of been a pretty good, pretty good two years. Hey friends, I just wanted to take a quick moment to introduce the new official sponsor of the Always Better Than Yesterday podcast, Matt Media online marketing. Matt Media have been involved in the production of over 100 interview sessions. I highly recommend their services. Matt Media online marketing are an independent agency who specialize in content marketing, helping business owners get their message seen by the right audience. If you want your business seen through the power of social media, head to mattmedia.online. You can find the link in the show notes. And here we go. Back to the interview. But um, I think the thing that I'd love my audience for you to, for, to hear from you specifically is that even in those experiments and failure, you credit a lot of clarity coming from those actions. Definitely. You know, I still kind of believe that, of course, you can more or less figure out where the direction mm-hmm. where you would want to go. You know, in my case, I think what I felt really strong about, I wanted to be like a solopreneur. I didn't want to have like a team or anything like that. I really wanted this laptop lifestyle. I have no desires to make like millions of dollars a year or something like that. I want to just live my good life, do my do my, do my little contribution, <laughs> you know, and do this on my own terms and stuff like that. That was like very North Starry things, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of will I be like a YouTuber? Will I build some sort of SaaS product and learn how to code? You know, will I be this whatever visual artist I'm now, podcaster? You know, there's loads of various ways how you can get there. Yeah. But it was very hard to figure out which will be my direction. So I definitely yeah. tried different things. And that was just, it's hard to figure out what you want, what will work, what you will like. You know, it's easier just to try it understand really okay this is really not for me you know or i could change this and that and then it maybe could feel like something i I really enjoy but yeah like i I think with visuals some things which kind of came together was kind of looking a bit at my traits and strengths and weaknesses yeah because like i'm 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 bad like at reading i'm bad at like long-term focusing like cranking out a blog post is just hard for me you know which Mm -hmm. is something long and stuff like that like making YouTube videos, I really enjoyed it, but I really wanted like perfectionist kicked in and I wanted to make like Matt Diavel style videos, yep. but that was just unsustainable, you know, with the life that's going, that's going on. Uh, I still kind of enjoy, I think, video type of stuff I would enjoy, but but it's just maybe something I, I will take on later down the line. But with visuals, a lot of things came together, you know, I, I'm, I'm like this brainstormy guy, you know, and then with visuals, most of the work is kind of in your head, just taking a walk, you know, thinking hmm, about different concepts, just sketching some ideas, and then just quickly pulling that together. So it was kind of easy to be, it was easy to, 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 to sustain it and be consistent mm-hmm. with it. And at the same time, a lot of like my traits and my strengths and things I desire was in that type of of thing. You know, maybe for you, it's like you really like to have these conversations yeah. that's just like juice you up. So, yeah, so maybe the podcasting is for you. So, so, so that's kind of maybe my rant on 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 on, the, on this part. Yeah, and and I like the bit where you talk about strengths and weaknesses, and and you know, I think there's a there's something about the use of our gifts and our skills and our talents, like. That's in part for us because it feels good while we use them, right? You know, it feels effortless. It feels like flow, even if it's difficult or tricky, like there's still a desire to get back and do the work because we've enjoyed it. 
And then there's this realization that actually those gifts and skills and talents, they are for the benefit of people in the world who enjoy that stuff too. And and I guess at what point did you find that kind of that wonderful bit in the middle where what you were really good at was actually useful and people were loving your work? It's very interesting question. And kind of the, the route I went was I really took advice from Tim Urban uh and he has this like whenever he writes his blog posts he the thing i think he says is like that he imagines like a full stadium with tim urbans and then he writes to those ten thousand tim urbans you know so so basically he is his audience and he tried tries Mm. kind of to please himself and and in that way he kind of he thinks he will attract like similar people to him or whatever you know and just at least he enjoys the work because whatever he would love to read it and stuff like that and I took a very, very similar approach. I really create something I would like to consume. Yeah. And like one of my one of my core principles is like respect audience's attention, you know, make things snappy, make things yeah. fast. Don't don't like write crazy long stuff. You know, there is place for that. And I'm not like saying it's bad or good. It's it's mostly what I really, really enjoy. And I really like this idea of bringing some sort of various ideas and give them to you like, like this. That was really something i i like i love to consume as well and it was just yeah interesting for me to create and and i really took the tim urban's approach like i just create for myself and whenever i have this conflicting thing you know because when you grow bigger you 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 start to think about you know hmm, what could like yeah. work and this yeah. those those those, are, those those thoughts really creep into your head and i think it's completely fine yeah but always like my deal breaker is like would i like this uh would i like to consume or, or if i will put out I pretty much don't put anything controversial <laughs> online, but you know, but again, that would be the filter how I how I do it. Like, would if I would see this, would I like like to see this? Would I be like happy, whatever, you know, if it even triggers me or something? And that's like kind of my final checkbox, <laughs> which 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 I which I follow. Mm. What's the um what's the end goal? Like, you know, for me. I've got this this being better than yesterday. So I've got a filter that says I want all of my content to leave people better in some way. Is there like an overarching principle filter goal that uh, your content points to? Yeah, there is uh, there is there is some sort of, you know, all these companies have these visions, mission statements or whatnot mm-hmm. and like kind of my aspirational thing is like two of the I think one of the two of the most fulfilling things in my life that has brought like tremendous growth, tremendous happiness and 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 stuff was getting into personal development, meaning like audiobooks and that type of stuff and like uh, starting to be creative online, you know, so mm. it's basically mm. joining creator economy. So if with my work, I can bring more people into one of the, one of these fields or both of these fields, that would, that, that, that's bringing like a lot, a lot of joy to me. Uh, I think it's a cool cool little filter kind of how I which which I try to follow and I think kind of my work a bit fits that you know because with these snappy illustrations you can kind of get maybe some people in who are not willing to like listen to two-hour Tim Ferriss podcast or whatever you know but but you can by the way share my Instagram account and it's like oh these actually cool interesting ideas and then you maybe Mm -hmm. find whatever Brendan Richard and then you start to listen Mm -hmm. to his podcast and then you'll read some books you know so that's kind of the goal, and I and I plan plan to do like coffee table books as well, which could be yeah, nice, nice, you know, yeah. nice nice way to gift somebody maybe who is who is not into these type of things, and maybe a light, yeah. easy way to bring them into this journey. So that's kind of my overarching uh, goal or filter, call it oh, whatever you want. I'd love a copy of that when it's ready. Yeah, it's not it. ready. Up. It's not no. ready, but well, you definitely, you definitely will get it when it will be ready. Here's my encouragement to you, my friend. I, I would love that. Um, yeah, be it's just powerful, isn't it? And I, I do love your work, and I found it. Um, how do you feel about these uh, these Instagram accounts that share your work, maybe don't credit you, and then try and sell you back the use of their uh, <laughs> <laughs> of their of their audience that they've built using your work? Uh, it's most most of the times you are not that crazy bothered with it you know at the beginning you there are various phases you know when you're kind of small in terms of followers you're so happy when somebody like shares your work and even credits you at the bottom of some like 
10 page thread, you know, <laughs> you're really happy that somebody kind of notices you and just uh, finds your work uh, worthy of sharing, you know, and yeah. then there's the various way, you know, where you feel, huh, these punks are just trying to grow themselves off my work, you know, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. so it's a double edged uh, sword, but uh, it's just something I understood. It's very hard to control. So I kind of just let it go, you know, mm. sometimes if I feel something is like really unethical or something, I'll just reach out or ask some questions because right. oftentimes you really don't understand the context because, you know, I'm, I don't put like at my, mm. my username at my visuals and sometimes they get shared, you know, on Reddit or whatever, and somebody picks it up from somebody else, you know, and it's not like fair for me to go. Sure and punch them in the face you know but they <laughs> actually got it from somewhere else and they have no idea it's actually me behind the thing mm. uh so i kind of just ignore it uh, wherever it's like too unethical and maybe it will reach out but in general i'm, I'm not really bothered and i kind of again i keep in mind the overarching goal you know still like more people see see this message it's good stuff mm. whatever you know it's fine if i don't get like the credit or whatever so yeah, and then in general, not bothered, but yeah. whenever it's too too sketchy, then I will reach out. Uh, I'd love to know a bit about your creative process. I mean, for me personally, as a podcaster, I've always got a notes page of some ideas, some things that have just come to me wherever I am, whether I'm listening to stuff or reading on the dog walk, and then I'll sit in front of the mic and I'll I'll just use my creativity as an opportunity to express myself. And I and I've found clarity in my content by looking backwards like I've, I've just got to a point where i create every day and i didn't i didn't used to think of myself as being creative because i thought creativity was with my hands and i've started to realize that even this is a form of creation right the experience that we're creating that's given me even more permission and freedom to create something like you said that I love that I would love to listen to the conversations I'm having with good people like you are the ones that I would love to listen to. So that's part of my creative process. And I'd love to know, uh, like, where, where do you start? Where do you get these ideas from? And how do they end up in these simplistic, powerful images that you end up publishing? Yeah, I think my starting process is very, very similar to, you know, there's just these various things we do, you know, listen to podcasts, take dogs to walk, this and that, <laughs> like, I take notes constantly, all the time. Uh, whenever I have something, I, I'll, I'll just uh, take notes down. And, and I would say here that it's almost like you need to tune up your awareness a bit, mm -hmm. you know, and really pay attention whenever you're like, oh, I feel really bummed right now, you know, and that could be content idea, you know, why I do feel this because I have this like huge amount of work to do. And then you're high, you know, actually, this could be something, you know, feeling of overwhelm, mm -hmm. whatever, mm -hmm. you know, and then you then you just note that down in whatever way you 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 can or just do a quick sketch, maybe on iPad or something, whatever you whatever you have at at, at the moment. And uh, yeah, same like with listening to podcasts, you know, you see some, you hear some story and that maybe reminds of some, some of your own story or some accident or something, something. And then you just quickly note that down or whatever. You hear some idea from whatever Ryan Holiday mm -hmm. and that instantly creates mm -hmm. this whatever visual in your head, you know, and then you maybe mm -hmm. quickly sketch it out. Uh, so it's just taking notes constantly, tuning up a bit my 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 awareness, and uh, then yeah, really, it's just sitting sitting at the computer or just having a walk and just scrolling through mm. through those ideas and understand. Um, oh, this really like resonates with me at this moment. Let's let's take it further. Let's see what we can what we can make of it. And then it's basically kind of just working with with that idea. And sometimes the idea I have whatever taken a note, you know, feeling overwhelmed by looking at my over like huge to-do list you know not a real example but 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 for example i i might come up with something completely different at the at the end when you kind of work with that idea and try to figure out uh how to how to put it together and i often will look at like my previous work and maybe mm -hmm. okay maybe i could apply this to this template and then i can adjust this and that and try to find like a clever wording so it kind mm. of rhymes and is easy kind of to digest and stuff so so yeah it's basically the idea capturing part and then just sitting at the computer finding something that you feel kind of inspired by at that moment and just take that idea and take take it further with laptop and just play around in figma and then move things around mm -hmm. and just try to try to try to understand how to how to put it together 
What's um one of the posts that you've shared recently is about how to isolate, I think, is about judging. And I think your post was aimed around judging others, but I think being a creative, sometimes that can be an internal judgment of self, judgment of work. And, you know, is that something that you've had to journey through, journey past? Where does that kind of inner critic, does that ever show up for you? Uh. I would I would say very lightly, but I believe like all of us have it in some 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 way or form. But it's not something I really struggle with. I would say mm. there is definitely I've struggled with perfectionism quite a bit, and I think the visual form is again something where it's rather easy for me to overcome it because you mm -hmm. know mm -hmm. again it's simple illustrations i've kind of created this thing around that you know not a medieval style youtube video where it's just <laughs> just insane amount of work and knowledge you need to put in to, mm -hmm. to put out something like medieval does you know but with these visuals it's a bit different that the, the simplicity you know same with jack butcher and visualized value yeah. like he's even on a next level in terms of simplicity just a couple of lines and that's yeah. his brand and style and that's what people love so um yeah i got a bit off track here but but that's kind of how i how i how i deal with it but i don't struggle too much with like self-judgment or, or or something like that of course it creeps in and that's normal but you just work work through that and that's that mm. you've got you got little ones you got children yeah i have two-year-old and five-year-old i wonder when um you'll apply some of the uh, parenting concepts to these images see if you can make parenting as, as simple as an idea like that <laughs> or is it just too chaotic no i i definitely see maybe a simplified like coffee table parenting type mm. of book you know which would be just easy to digest but actually when when you when you talk about like parenting Parenting books was one of the things which triggered visuals uh, because like my journey into the this visual thing I'm doing was like first I saw it uh, I was reading just James Clear's blog and you know sometimes he do these simple like illustrations or XY graphs with some some of some of his concepts and that was the first time it kind of triggered me like hey you can actually like deliver an idea only with visual you know it shouldn't be like a complimentary thing to a blog post because i look at this image and i understand the mm -hmm. concept that was like kind of the first first moment the second moment when was when i discovered jack butcher and he was already kind of making it through mm -hmm. visuals and i was like holy shit like this dude is proving that it can be your main thing it shouldn't be like some sort of supplementary thing to your blog or whatever he's making like a full-time thing with these whatever visualized value visuals and the third point was was there is this really nice account on Instagram called Liz and Molly, and they share about feelings at work, which I I really really love them. But unfortunately, they have like blocked me because I don't know they think maybe I have stolen something or something. Very very sad. I tried to reach out, nobody nobody replied. But I love them absolutely legends. Mm -hmm. uh, and they talk a lot about feelings. And at at the same time, I was like listening to some parenting books mm -hmm. and listen to any parenting book you know which is decent and they will they will tell you, you need to acknowledge your kids feelings you know that is kind of often the main theme you hear yeah, yeah. and i was like and i was thinking like damn it's like the same with adults you know who likes when you come home and whatever you say you have a tired day and then your wife starts to lecture you what you should do and you should sleep more and drink beer less or whatever you know <laughs> it's it's uh it's it's awesome when 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 she hugs you and says you're like yeah. oh you had a hard day honey yes i did you know yeah, and then yeah, you yeah. can kind of move on from there <laughs> so so i kind of started to apply this acknowledging feelings concept to uh to creativity like mm. my theme at the beginning was like creative struggles you know and that really kind of started to 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 gain some engagement uh mm. in the in the in the early days now i'm a bit like all over the place but yeah that was a, a big big actually realization and helpful thing um at the beginning yeah. Yeah. I really, I really like it. It's obviously there's a huge theme of personal development and there's just, so even if I'm just scrolling through it now, there's so many practical, almost like even just this thing that here, which is about doing, reading, watching, and listening. And it's just that reminder, even just this image here right now, if I'm scrolling, there's a reminder where actual learning happens. And for me, as I can see here is in the doing and that's the case. Is it all right? 
reset focus, reset the intention, get back to doing good stuff in the world. Yep. And it's like, for me, you know, it's same with writing, you know, most people Mm -hmm. say that when they write, they kind of realize a lot of things by themselves. And this is a really nice way for me kind of to journal on some ideas on some concepts. And often I find them like, it's very interesting when I when I come up with some sort of idea, and I feel like, okay, this feels kind of true to me. But then I put it out and some people start to comment, you know, different things, hey, this could be that and this and I'm like, hey, actually true. And it's like, helps to absorb these ideas better for yourself just by kind of creating and sharing them online and gathering feedback so it's a nice back and forward uh thing yeah one of the themes of your posts that really trigger me is when you've got all the tabs (laughs) it's like you've looked at my laptop screen you've seen all the tabs and then you you talk about oh i was really focused today not like because there's all these all these tabs at the top. And I think that is uh, sometimes it's a double-edged sword, isn't it? You can use these. And I like the way you reframe because you go, you talk about pain or gain. Have you spent the pain of your time by consuming all this stuff or have you gained by using these um, tabs or social media platforms to, to make a gain, whether that be serving, building a business, whatever that might be. But I, I think that there's so much of a time killer. There's so much of a, um, draw of our focus away from maybe being creative, maybe doing the things that we know we could and should be doing into some of these platforms. Are there particular things that you have to to put in checks and balances um, around making sure that you're spending time in that good focused um, creation zone? Yeah, it's definitely something I have not figured fully out and it's like evolving and changing all the time i think one really helpful it's kind of it feels weird at the same time but one really helpful thing was when i got my first child uh that was the moment where when we basically stopped watching tv at the evening stopped Mm -hmm. like you know having wine in the evening watching tv we just went to bed super early with kid because he wakes up during the night but like kind of my wife mostly mostly dealt dealt with with the kid like during the night and at that time I still went to bed like early and then I started Mm -hmm. to wake up at 4 30 and then I was able to like do some creative work two and a half hours before the work before my nine to five you know with kind of really fresh mind I really like the early morning days but I know it's not for everybody I was just listening too much to Jocko Willink and I was like (laughs) yeah four in the morning (laughs) yeah get some stay hard Yes, exactly. But you know, I always people, I always remind people I was going to bed like really early nine, nine thirty, you know, so I got my seven, seven thirty, uh, seven, seven and a half hours of sleep. So 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 it was fine. I felt really good. Uh, so so kind of having the kids eliminated a lot of unnecessary things. Of course, it kind of feels <laughs> fills up with like uh, various other responsibilities. But that was really helpful thing. But these days, you know, it's it's. Uh, it's still, again, I'm really blessed with the work I'm doing because a lot of it is just brainstorming. I can go about my day, be like whatever, deal with the kids, do this, go pick up groceries and still mm. note ideas. Think maybe, you know, go to the shop and think about a specific concept I want to create today because often the creation process for me now is I might make a visual in like 15 minutes, you know? So at the computer, it's very little time to actually do that creative work, but most is, is like kind of forcing yourself a bit to think about it and, and, and so on. But yeah, other than that, of course, I get distracted with like social media and stuff. And there are periods where I'm like really good with it and, and not really like my only me- only thing I consume is, you know, a bit of Twitter just by kind of following and replying to people uh, and uh, podcasts, uh, which is, which is, which is, I love, but you know, sometimes I go to rabbit holes, you know, when there was like all these like wars and viruses going on, there was times where I was just observed and like news and like reading, reading shit and trying to, trying to kind of make sense of it. Yeah. So, so yeah, there's, there's periods, um, but uh, I'm still figuring it out just, yeah, but 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 I I think I'm pretty good with forgiving myself and not being this like hard ass Jocko Willing type of guy. But like, okay, Giannis, you know, you can be lazy, you know, for a week, you yeah. know, work work yeah. through this, and and it will come back, and it always will. It, it always really comes back when I'm kind of I let myself, I kind of forgive myself, you know, and 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 I slowly slowly move on to more productive. I'm not this crazy like 
everything is in calendar like boom boom this that <laughs> like that's that's not me maybe i will i don't know i'm still kind of figuring working yeah. working through this stuff uh, myself and the graph and and like our schedule changes all the time you know because yeah. then kids like wake up super early then they sleep mm -hmm. in and then like oh, should i wake up early should i work maybe at the evening a bit more so it's a bit like always yeah. always things are changing but I think being lighthearted with that is is always a compassionate way, isn't it? Because I I sometimes I'm sit here and I'll and before I know it I'm looking at something disconnected. I'm, I go onto an app. I'm supposed to do something, and before you know it, I'm looking at probably like singing goats or something like that. I'm like, what am I? And so I just I just what am I doing with my life? <laughs> like, I I I I ask myself that question in a kind of satirical humor, kind of like, what am I doing with my life, my time? And it and that's it pre-focus get back on there's no need to sit around feeling like oh, i've wasted my time no need to keep hanging on to that bad energy as we go into the rest of the day that's good i, th I think everybody have these <laughs> these 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 questions which really helps and resonate with us i think one quote which is from brenda Bertrand, really speaks to me and have like got me through a lot of a lot of moments was one of his quotes is, or just some variation of it is like, I believe in my abilities to figure things out. Yes. And that quote just really resonates with me because like, yeah. this is not this, it's not like affirmations, you know, where you go into mirror and say, I am rich, I am rich, but you know, actually you're freaking dead poor at that moment, you know, and you're kind of lying to yourself, like, but ability, like the ability, yes. I believe in my abilities to figure things out is just something where it's really honest you know you have figured things out before you know why you can't figure out this or whatever so so just yeah that, that think, quote really helps yeah me. I, I agree I, I took that quote away from I think it's in the um in the bit around confidence isn't it I think it's in the section around confidence and the reason I it resonated with me at that time is because I used to uh, in my corporate role work with a group of analysts and analysts used to place their confidence in their knowledge and which meant that they were quite fearful of being asked a question that they didn't know the answer to. And I used to use that quote to help them actually believe, just believe in your ability to figure it out. That means you can be confident irrespective of yeah. whatever question comes your way. That's really good. That's really, really well put. Yeah. Totally mm. agree. How are you um, journeying? You're believing your ability to figure it out. You're two years into, is it two years into running your business now? It's, so in April, in April, it will be two years since I left my nine to five. But, you know, after I left my nine to five, I was a bit like sitting on some sort of government support for a couple of couple of months. But yeah, April was basically when I pulled the plug. Actually, my wife kind of motivated me to pull the yeah. plug. Nice. Uh, which was really, which was really like awesome and, and, and nice. And it, it has worked out really, really well thus far. Yeah. But but yeah, it's one thing which is definitely different than the corporate world like the paycheck is like this it's like up and down up and down up and right. down you're right. like one it's it's crazy yeah i i really resonate with that so i went full-time with always better than yesterday 2020 and i think it was similar my wife actually for the very first time was like right let's go you you do this i've got and, and I, I feel like i we gained a not a safety net but i gained the permission or the freedom or or actually i guess the teammate and the support just the emotional support to say you got this and i'm going to back your decision because no one wants to kind of make that decision and put your family in a worse position and be the one <laughs> solely responsible for for causing chaos yep yep i totally agree but yeah for, for me it was pretty similar because Again, it was around when like the COVID hit and uh, we didn't like we were just forced and forced at home. So we didn't went out a lot and we kind of managed to save quite a bit of money. And, and then we kind of understood, OK, like with this mm. support and we were like my wife was on paternity leave. So there was yeah, some yeah. support from, from for that. And I was like, OK, we have like almost like two year runway. You know, so so and I start started to gain some audience, uh, mm. some some freelance gigs started to roll in. I, I said no to them at the beginning. I was kind of good to be in that position, but I felt some sort of progress, like first time in my creative career, and then like kind of yeah. Then we said, okay, fuck it, let's 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 do yeah. this. What was um so what was the COVID response like in in Latvia? 
They're quite hard. Uh, quite, I, was it? Do you have lockdowns? Yeah, we had, we had, we had, we had lockdowns. I think for for a couple of months. Mm. I, I don't really remember because again, we were like IT jobs. We were able to stay at home. Recently, we actually moved into into our house, so we had garden. So so I was like. Mm. Sometimes, you know, parents didn't visit us too often. So it was almost <laughs> like a blessing, but that quickly changed, you know, uh, that quickly changed and, and, and it got a bit boring. Uh, but yeah, for, like for me, it was completely fine and, and, and very easy, I would say, you know, as family was home, we had like house mm -hmm. and garden and stuff. So I don't know how other people dealt with it, but but for, for me, it was fine. Mm, you just said the word boring. Um, I really like one of the images on your grid that talks about you know, when we were kids or we used to be bored and there's loads of moments throughout the day where we used to be bored. I think maybe it was with our ancestors or something like that. So our days used to be broken up with a lot of boredom. Whereas now in our modern world, there's very, very short glimpses of boredom. And you say that being bored or having boredom is the lost skill. What do you mean by boredom being a lost skill? Well, I think it's, uh, I wouldn't say... I wouldn't say it was a skill, you know, back then you were just freaking bored because there wasn't these like <laughs> flip phones and whatnot. And, and you had like whatever your one journal or one newspaper, which you were able to read. And that was that, you know, mm -hmm. uh, but these days it's just with all the, in the modern world, with all the like phones, internet mm -hmm. everywhere, like social media, so much platforms, so much uh, clever ads, like algorithms are just too good it's just not easy to be bored i think it's i think it's a, it's maybe not a lost skill but the privilege to be bored just out of the blue is gone and now you really need to learn how to be bored and kind of force yourself uh to be bored that's kind of what i what i mean uh mean with this post but yeah it was uh i believe it's pretty pretty true <laughs> but it's yeah you know we talk about the power of the news we talk about power of culture. If we're consuming that stuff all the time, we lose what we actually think, right? We're, we're too busy being told what to think. We're too busy to being told all the things that are important, what we should value, what we should be pursuing and desiring. And if we continue the information coming that way and we're not actually putting out what we think and what we believe to the world, we can, I guess there's, there's probably a good reason why people lose a sense of themselves. Well, I, I think if you, if you follow like the default option, you know, which is probably like the news, whatever, the most, whatever person who screams the loudest and stuff, then it's really hard. But, you know, again, for me, it changed when I started to listen to self-development books, you know, yeah. Tim Ferriss I just started to Google, you know, when one book led to another book's recommendation, and then you did this and then you did that. And that kind of gave you some thoughts and new perspective about the world and how you want to live your life and maybe mm -hmm. what's actually true and where you have been like lied to, you know, or just uh, that all this, how big of a deal is this like society pressure, you know, and all that sort of stuff. And then you kind of, when you start to realize it, you can kind of, okay, am I like following the big herd, you know, or are I trying to carve out, you know, my, my, my own little path or something. Mm. So, so I think it, it really depends, you know, it's a blessing and a curse, all, all curse, all this, all this information, you know, because at the same time, you know, I don't know when maybe my mother was young, you know, she hadn't the abundance of all these like self-development books, which maybe could change her life and drastically, maybe better, you know, mm. um, better, better direction, who knows? So, so it's it's definitely a blessing and a curse, and it's up to us kind of to decide where we put put our put put our attention. Uh, but yeah, boredom is dope, definitely for creativity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, and I think you know because I got ten year old and seven year old, and if they ever come to me and say bored, I'm gonna now say them what a privilege that is. You know, Yanis says what a privilege. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> Uh, this is good. I will. I will. Oh yeah. I need to use this because my 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 five year old. I'm I'm really bored. Yeah, and I, yeah, this yeah. is this is a good line. This is a good line. <laughs> this is a good line. I'll, I'll steal this. What a privilege! Absolutely, I love that. You you talk about um, actually saving time, or maybe creating more clarity by having shorter fail cycles. And you know, I think there's um. There's a lot of narrative out there around failure, you know, reframing failure, it's good, and, but there's still a lot of resistance to being able to 
to fail and fail fast and fail often. How do you set yourself up for those short fail cycles? Yeah, you know, I I believe context often is everything, you know, a lot of the ideas which I put out in one context, they are like really dope ideas and some other context, they are just garbage advice, you know, so it really depends like where you kind of apply this. But I believe in general, especially when you are in whatever field you are, you know, when you start out like short fail cycles are really important because it's just like the planning is 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 mostly it's guessing you know mm. it's it's mostly mm -hmm. guessing so you you need to try to like put out these mvps and do quick quick iteration cycles and do things and fail and try again and yeah. that's how you will end up to the good stuff if you would just spend three years on a book right now you will decide i will make this book and then you solely will go into the cave and spend three years like probably won't be sold much you know or maybe it will be trash for some some other reason you mm. know because i don't know you have not like kind of validated maybe some some of the ideas or hy hypothesis um, mm -hmm. online or whatever i don't know maybe i'm talking trash but no, i think no, if I... you're early it's 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 like especially for like young creators who struggle a bit with perfectionism this is extremely common they will just say i have this awesome idea and then i'll will be lost for two months and they will come out and they will say ah, it's not really good and they will just whatever yeah fuel their their uh doubts and stuff so i i see the same with podcasters they'll do three four five episodes and then they'll stop <sighs> podcast is gone and my advice to anyone starting a podcast is do 10 episodes and don't judge it you know, because to be human means you will learn through doing. Comes back to that image you did. Uh, we learn through doing. Trust your natural capacity as a human to go, oh, I've learned something. Or something about the upload process, something about the audio, something about the way that I spoke, or something about the way that I phrased my questions. Got to trust that that learning will take place throughout the creative process without you even forcing it and trying it. But one thing that you will do if you judge it too hardly is you'll stop your desire for creating again the next time. Yeah, it's it's the thing you said, I think it's so, so important, I think, especially like currently, because like the comparison thing is just crazy, you know, and you have these mm -hmm. polished podcasters, polished YouTubers, polished this and polished that, and you just feel that is so freaking far away, like mm -hmm. how I can even compete with this. But of course, if you would like stay persistent, stay consistent in two, three years, you know, you would catch up and and and, and would make as good stuff or or even better, you know. So it's a very healthy perspective to to have because it's very hard to produce something out of the blue, just come out and be like a freaking rock star. It's it's <laughs> it's, it's not easy. Mm. You run courses and things like that. If people are inspired by uh, the creations, what um what sort of things do you have available for people? Not not that much actually. Currently, mm. like all my income streams has been coming from freelance and my mm. explain ideas visually course and community mm. and that's basically that now as my newsletter has started to grow and is around six six uh, six case and sponsorship opportunities start to roll in so that's another income income stream i have so yeah you can sponsor my newsletter sign up to my course mm. uh I could do cons consultations if people really want to, but I have never really done them. It's kind of a bit foreign language to me. But but if mm -hmm. somebody really wants, sure, I can I can jump on a call. But but yeah, many more more things coming this year. I I hope to start to work on uh, on the coffee table book this year. Mm. Now trying to figure out: Do I want to go with a publisher or just kind of dealing dealing on my own with it? that's that that will be an interesting interesting experience as well so yeah we'll see but but yeah all yeah, my stuff that. is online love that you um in in the three quotes that you shared the i like the last one the jim carrey quote do you remember it ah, that's good i know it's really good it's really good mm. uh, i'm trying to remember the exact words but I, I know the quote but i'm trying to remember it. it's like should i read it yeah it says you, you it. can you can fail at what you don't want so you might as well take a chance on doing what you love. Oh, it's just too good. It's too good. <laughs> yeah. 
It's really good. I still remember. You probably have heard. Have you heard that speech where he mentions that quote? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful speech where he like mentions his father and stuff. So so yeah, yeah. he's a he's a wise guy. For someone that plays the characters that he does, he's a he's a wise guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what what he's up to recently. I think he's really into painting, painting, and just kind of hey world, shut the fuck up. I want to be alone and right. I make my paintings or something like that. I'm, I'm not yeah. really sure what he's up to right now. I think he had that kind of spiritual uh, uh, ascension that kind of made him see Hollywood in a in a very different light, shall we say? Yeah, don't know much about it, but I have seen some 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 clips from him but but yeah anyhow fascinating character and that quote is just it's just so good take mm. it take it to heart anybody who's listening just take it to heart it's it's so true your first post back in september 2021 was all about the tipping point what's uh, your experience of the tipping point being uh so you are referring to the thread which i shared about the like kind of where things changed i th- I think the tipping point I'm, I'm was referring to your first instagram post ah uh, first instagram post i don't know which it is let me just check mm-hmm. it out yeah september 2021 <laughs> I, I, it's it's this wonderful chart where things are like going along quite flat and then there's a tipping point which things just take off and what was the tipping point yeah, yeah, good question. That's what I'm asking you. <laughs> ah, there wasn't any tipping point. So maybe there's like, I think this is a good example to show the kind of power of iterations. Yeah. And that uh, one thing which I do with my visuals, it's like I often will like reshare kind of the same visual, but I will do some sort of improvements of it because mm-hmm. I often like build on top of them. So I might have like a crappy idea back then, but then I will make something else. But yeah, about the tipping point, I think I definitely had an, another visual. Let me just... Well, it's, it's very much in line with your most recent post, which is when the rocket just starts to... Whew, off it goes. You talk about four years where it's kind of very stable, and then within a short growth period, things can just compound. Yeah, definitely. Guess. That's definitely true. But with the tipping point, I see, I see the visual. But yeah, there is the tipping point. Hmm, I actually don't know that much. So yeah, that was my tipping point, and that's from where that visual come, come, come comes from. Yeah, I love that. So I'm gonna I include your all your good links in the in the show notes because I want to make sure that if they people aren't following that they they get to see. And this is it. Like if we're gonna use social media, there's a there's a good friend of mine down the road. She talks about social media for social good. You know, and, and and a lot of influencers, and I'm doing funny things with my fingers as I say that word, it, they they actually suck the light from other people. They suck in the attention and, and, and they almost become black holes that they just take time and attention. Um, whereas I love what you talk about, about being respectful for people's time, respectful for people's attention, and actually you're trying to help them in some way. And, and that's the type of influencer that I subscribe to one where the light goes from the content out to the people and in some way that light starts to inspire maybe ideas or actions of other people and then that sends out a a wonderful ripple effect and that was a good one-liner which you shared which that 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 lady said social 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 media media for social good good. that's Mm. a good that's a good one-liner i like it because we're going to be on these platforms right if people are on there I want to be I want people to be seeing stuff that has the potential to help them not the potential to suck up 10 20 30 minutes of their time without anything in return. Yeah, yeah, definitely, but I think you know, of course you can like reverse engineer a lot of the things, but I hope and I believe that especially now I think back in the days when like internet was still kind of maturing, there was more possibilities for like crap content to hit mm-hmm. big, but mm-hmm. now I I think it's more that that you earn trust, you earn followers often with, with actually with good content that people find valuable. Of course, there are exceptions, 100%, mm-hmm. but uh, but I think it's heading more of that direction that it's harder to be like, whatever, you know, scammy. Well, mm. Though I don't know, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm just following these people and, and I don't see that, but then you still hear that whatever your father have donated money or 
participated in some sort of scheme, you know, because the old generation is like, what is the internet still and kind of <laughs> calling you every 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 now and then. So yeah, they fall so for the latest crypto scam. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't. I. I. I, I don't know. But uh, I think. Uh, I don't know. Just try to do good shit, and and I believe it will. It will. It will come back. Yeah. Mm, love that. I have a word here always better than yesterday. It's called heartprint. And the word heartprint is a word that describes the ripple effect, the legacy of our work, of our interactions with people. And I just love to know what you think the heartprint and the legacy and the impact of your work would be, or what do you at least hope the impact of your work will be on people? Hmm, that's a good question. I should I should thought about this before. I don't know. Can you, like, I told you my vision mission thingy. Can you summarize that in like few words? If you could, that could be, that could be the thing. I just don't have the words how to summarize it like easily. Yeah. Maybe. Well, I guess another way of looking at it is what do you make possible for people? What do I make possible? I, I think it's mostly, it's like, I want to say the word hope, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure, but I kind of feel with the word hope, you know, because I don't know, still my content is not most, most of my content, it's not in depth or whatever. It's just these quick bites, you know, and you might look at whatever, some sort of famous ladies, uh, butt or boobs, you know, online or whatever <laughs> you fancy. And uh, or you can see some of my visuals and maybe it will just trigger some little thought or some little like feeling acknowledgement moment, you know, and then that just kind of boils down probably to hope and taking taking further action. It's not like I'm giving elaborate, extreme advice how to go from this to this, you know, maybe a part of my course, just how to do the things I do. But uh, but when it comes online, I think it's mostly just hope and a bit of a bit of positivity during the day mm-hmm. uh, and, and kind of trying to move people the direction which I believe is decent, which is just, yeah, personal development, creativity. Mm-hmm. I think those are great things. And even if you like work in nine to five and stuff like that, I still believe like there is some magic when you express yourself creatively creatively it shouldn't be necessarily to make a business out of it though it's freaking awesome <laughs> yeah i love that you know and and um i i think your your images are wonderful pattern disruptors that in some way that they've caught my attention and they've they've in that single moment they've refocused me they've recentered me on something that's either good or is going to help and that has the potential to change the moments straight after and and for as long as your audience continues to grow and the content continues to share the ripple effect of people being refocused and and doing in that moment something beneficial for themselves or other people that is going to have a net effect net compounding effect of of more goodness in the world so thank you thank you i i yeah thank you thank you for the kind words i really enjoyed this uh this conversation yeah man where can people check out your work what uh i'll I'll put all your links in the show notes where's uh where's the place that you hang out most um i don't know just put the links in the show notes if people want they can check and check out but yeah i'm i'm like on socials i'm on twitter i think twitter is my favorite platform then maybe instagram then then linkedin Uh, and yeah i have a website with with all my stuff and a newsletter if you want to sign sign up to but yeah all my stuff is on socials so just plug it there and if somebody might enjoy it very welcome absolutely hit me up up. i really try to answer like if you have any questions or whatever hit me up in dms i I really try to answer everybody just ask normal questions don't say hi and then don't tell tell anyone (laughs) that that, does get deleted because it usually leads to crypto scams so just uh (laughs) but, but feel free to reach out i really like to hear from people and i reply to everybody in my newsletter and stuff so yeah um that's that Janice, I'm grateful for this conversation. I've absolutely loved hearing from yourself, your heart, your mind, your creation. And uh, I will be a, continue to be a big fan and advocate and sharing of your stuff with our community. And I'd be honored if you'd leave us a final thought from your good self. I'm going to leave people with the same quote we mentioned, which is 
I believe in my abilities to figure things out. Like try to take it to heart. It's so true because you have figured stuff out before. You can figure out the thing, whatever it is, whatever you want to do, you know. So have some have some faith in that. And I think it's a really good quote to hold on to. I love it. That's why I share it. Giannis, appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Hey, my friends, thank you for making it to the end. I hope that our time spent together today has left you a little bit better than before you push play. I'd really appreciate if you just took a moment to leave a review to allow me to meet more people where they are and hopefully leave them a little bit better too. If you're curious to know how I, through Always Better Than Yesterday, can serve you, your team, your organisation, then head to alwaysbetterthanyesterday.com to connect. And while you're there, let me know one or two things that you're going to do as a result of listening to this conversation. I absolutely love hearing your thoughts, your reflections, and the things that this spark in your own heart and mind. If you want more insights from my heart and mind, I do send out short episodes on a Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. And again, I hope that they serve you well. I appreciate you listening. I'm Ryan Hartley, host of the Always Better Than Yesterday podcast, a podcast for heart-centered leaders just like you.